And every single day, the more enemies we kill. We're spending trillions and trillions of dollars. You know, people say, all right, this is your fault. It's not your fault. All I know is you're not selling anything. But Fed's not done, and I'm going to tell you why. Welcome to Sean's show. Hurricane Hillary is destroying Los Angeles, and I couldn't be happier. I'm wow. here with Josh. Hi, Josh. Are you happy for Hillary? Or are I'm, you? I'm happy for Hillary Clinton. I'm happy for Hurricane Hillary. You want to know why Los Angeles is being uh, tormented and stormed right now? It's because Los Angeles and Hollywood will not stop making Marvel movies. If they stopped making Marvel movies, Hurricane Hillary would end. This is a message from God. God is telling Hollywood to stop making Marvel movies. If you don't listen to God's message, he will send another message. Are you sh- are you sure it's the Marvel movies and not the pedophilia? It's nope. God's actually cool with the <laughs> God's actually cool with the second thing you said. Uh, which by the way, we're on YouTube, so yeah, yeah. we can't say fuck or shit or God in the first okay. um twenty seconds of the episode. We were thirty um, something seconds. We were thirty seconds in. No, God's fine with the with the second thing you said. Okay. Um the kid, the kids. But it's the Marvel movies. And to be honest, as a man of God, mm-hmm. I'm, I agree with him. Wait, which it's, God? There's only one God, Josh. Oh, I know. It's, but my one God might be different from your one God. I can guarantee you that he's not. You want to say our gods at the same time? Uh-huh. One, two, three. Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. Okay, yeah. yeah that's a <laughs> little different. I guess we're different. But you know yeah. what? America, this is, a, this is a country where being different is important. Uh, and I think that Hollywood was just, they were doing, oh shit, I got to get, this whole studio is falling apart, Josh. I bought all this new shit and yeah. it's all falling apart, but we're three episodes in. How many podcasts make it to three episodes? Uh, probably like 60%. Probably six, Okay. So D, <laughs> we're D plus, but we're on our way. We're on our way. No, I'm, I'm very happy that Hollywood is, is, uh, drowning right now. I'm very happy. Uh, there's. Just a lot of hubris in LA that needed to be washed away. Good. A storm is good. And you know what's funny? I love I love it because LA, everyone in LA always is like, we need the rain. We we really needed the rain. Oh my God. I'm so ha-. my mom loves saying this, and she's not even in LA. But everyone I know in LA, they're like, oh, we just needed the it's so green. Well, did you need this rain, bitch? You got some. You got some rain. Uh, and I think. I want to meet whoever. I want to meet the people that name the storms. There, there's, there's a weird, there's this weird obsession with the naming of the the taxonomy of hurricanes and tropical storms. Uh, that I think is just it's, it's all these NPR rich liberals that love to just like jerk off over what the name of the storm is. It's truly, it's truly, it's and it's and the thing is. People love naming storms and naming hurricanes because they don't have any meaning in their actual life that they need to ascribe meaning to storms and, and events that are beyond their control. Do you know how they like do it? How? No, I'm asking you. Oh, no, I have no idea. Yeah. Actually, I do know how they do it, Josh. What they do is they take an ex-girlfriend that they've had mm-hmm. and then they name a hurricane after that. I've heard two things, that uh, people take storms more, more seriously if they're named after a woman. That's one thing I've heard. Don't know I believe if that's that. true. Uh, the other thing is, it's by uh, so H. That was that the eighth letter in the alphabet, right? A B C D E. Eighth. 
It's the eight. You, you could honestly, you could say, you could say H is the last letter, and people yeah. would be, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. And I think that's the way they do it. Is like by, by you know what I mean? They just go down the alphabet. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So the next one's gonna be A B C F G A I. Yep. Hurricane, uh, Hurricane Ida. Yeah. Hurricane, Hurricane, uh, uh, I Elizabeth. That's, uh, I gotta be honest. Uh, I'm not on my A game today, guys. I I have a little story to tell. I actually I scratched my cornea. Oh, I thought it was gonna be a road story. <laughs> it, it, I well, I was on the road. We should get a soundboard. I need, I think we do need a soundboard for this show, so that I so that whenever I do a road story, I can go. You can do you put. We got a soundboard right here, but also you can put it on your phone and then a Bluetooth it. Okay, I don't want I don't want to copy Red Bar totally. Yeah. I, <laughs> Why not? You need a huge TV behind you. I need, I need, I need a higher quality TV. Yeah, um, we are, we are fans of Red Bar on this show. Uh, whoa, I, I will speak for Josh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say I, that. Um, no, but uh, I don't, I don't want to. If I get a soundboard, then it'll be too directly of a copy. I, I got to have my own voice. Um, get a little I, drum set next to you and go through every time. Road, road, road story. Yeah, road story. Or I could just go road story. This is I I was on the road, but it, it doesn't count as a. It's just oh, a ooh, I had a. I know a good one. Have a girl come from under the desk and go like a road story, and then go back under the. Desk. <laughs> maybe <laughs> uh, maybe in episode ten when we have a, mil- a million dollar budget, Josh. I, Josh, this show's gonna I'm I this Josh this show's gonna make you so rich. You have no idea. I hope so. That's what I'm looking for. I'm I will pay you so much money, Thank and that's you. a fact. That's a promise. Uh, that's um, legally binding. He has a yep, camera. I and you know so much we're talking about. Two, three hundred dollars. Oh, that's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> Just give you a t- um, no. I, I had a medical emergency, and I'm not. Um, oh fuck! So I, I scratched my cornea in my right eye, and it's because I I want to open up to you guys. I know I know a lot of you have been with me for years, even on my old show that I used to co-host. <sighs> I have a problem with self harming, and. A lot of people self-harm on their thigh. They self-harm by cutting their thigh where no one can see it. I like to scratch my eye because I hate myself. Um, no, I, I, I wear contact. Only, and only you can see it. And only I can see it. You can't see it. You can't see my tears. I, I was taking my contact. I don't know. I don't know how it happened. I, I, I scratched my eye and I, uh, I thought it was like dry eye at first. I don't, know, I don't know if anyone listening wears contact lenses or glasses. I thought it was dry eye. I was like, oh, I'll sleep this off. And then the next day I was doing shows in Houston, uh, and it got way worse. Like, I was about to go into my hotel and check in, and I was like, my eye's fucked right now. And I ended up going to the ER. And here's how I know that American healthcare is is crazy. Listen up. I walk... Look at me. I'm a straight white male. I have... I walked into the ER with a credit card, a debit card, $20,000 in the bank. Health insurance, Josh. A four-inch dick. These are things that I walked into the ER with. Yes. I should not be denied service. Well, you were denied? White privilege. I walk in there. They almost, did, well, they didn't deny me. What happened is I go in. My eye is on the floor. Uh, and I go in there and I go up to the lady. I give her my health insurance card. I start filling out the paperwork to check in. Then she calls me back over to the uh, the counter and she goes, "Sir, did you know that? Uh, I just want to let you know your your ER copay, which 
which is the upfront if you're if you're uninsured and you're poor. Copay is how much you pay upfront for healthcare when you go to the doctor. Five fifty. The ER copay was seven fifty. Ooh, it went up to hundred. Seven hundred fifty fucking dollars, and I don't have like catastrophic care, which yeah. is hilarious. I mean, that's a hilarious name for health. I mean, like, how do they brand? I mean, the idiots that brand this shit. Let's let's brand one of the health insurance policies catastrophic care. Uh, but uh, I don't have cash. Like I have like gold. I have like triple gold aluminum fucking healthcare. Like it's not like it's not like the best. It's not like diamond, but it's like good healthcare. And I didn't realize the ER copay was seven fifty. And then she says to me, then she goes, uh, "Well, sir, you know the ER copay is seven fifty. Do you still want to see a doctor?" And then she looked up, and my eye was on her fucking desk. Like my eye was bleeding. It wasn't actually bleeding, but it felt like it was fucking bleeding. And so I had to think, like, what's more important to me? $750 or, or not going blind in one eye. Uh, and so I, I used my, uh, my smarts and my acting lessons. I took a lot of acting lessons, Josh. I, I wanted to be an actor for, for about three months. Mm-hmm. And I started, I, I, I literally looked at these ladies. It was two ladies, very nice ladies. I looked at these ladies and I said, I love this country. She said, the ER copay 750, do you still want to see a doctor? And I said to her, I love this country. Then I walked, then I like walked towards, walked away. Um, and then she called me back over later and she's like, sir, we're just going to charge you $60. We're going to bring it down to the urgent care copay. And I was like, you got yourself a deal. So I, I saved, I used my acting lessons and I feigned poverty to get out of a, I saved 690 bucks. Yeah. And you know what? I took that 690 that I saved and plowed that back into this show. Yeah. So you're welcome. I will suffer for this fucking podcast. Why, why didn't you go to like the Texas Med Clinic or something? Is that a, is, I don't even know what that is. Is that like a government one? No. I don't know. It's, is it just cheaper? Sorry, excuse me. Uh, no, nah, it's about what you would have paid 60 bucks. Not like 2 a.m.? Are they open 24-7? 24-7. Really? Yeah. Why are they so much cheaper? Is it a private clinic? Because all you got to go in there and they're just going to tell, they can't do anything for you really. Yeah. Yeah, they're just going <laughs> to look at you and be like, ah, there, here you go. This is what happened. So, ah, um, it's basically like doing a Zoom. Yeah. 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 But it's, che- I mean, make sure it's 24 hours. What time did you go at? 2 a.m. I look, guys, I literally did the show. I did, I did the, I'm suffering. But you know what? I No days off. I listened to Drake. You know how you know how much pain I'm in right now. But oh, I'm still no. doing this it show. It closes at eleven. It closes at eleven. All right. Yeah. Well, you just killed someone, Josh, and that's okay. Yeah. Someone listened to this and then they turned it off before you clarified, and now they're gonna go and die. Yeah. Texas um, Med Clinic Urgent Care, unless it's past eleven p.m. Hey, all you're screwed. all my haters that listen to this, please go to the Texas Med Clinic if you're in emergency at like three a.m. Please do that. So, but we're here. We're surviving. My eyes on fire. Uh, but there's so much to cover that I just had, I can't skip. You can't skip a day. Um, let's see. Oh, I want to start with this story. I actually want, I wanted to cover this last week, but I didn't get around to it. One of the, uh, or maybe I did, I don't know if I covered this, Josh. One of the Supreme Court justices is being, uh, getting a lot of hate. Have you seen this? Which Just, one? Justice Thomas. Oh. So, uh, Black Black conservative Justice Thomas is is being criticized. Is that what he goes by? <laughs> yeah, that's was that's his name. Um, I don't know why I said his race. 
because it's relevant. This is rate. This is racism. This is this is real racism in America. If people would open their eyes to this, Justice Thomas, they're hating on him because he took a few vacations. They're hating on him because he's friends with a billionaire. Of course, he's friends with a fucking billionaire. Everyone's saying Justice Thomas is being bribed by Dallas billionaire Harlan Harlan Crow, and he's taking him on his super yacht. Of course. A Supreme Court justice is going on a super yacht. Okay, it's it's not wrong to celebrate victory. Okay, this is you know I looked into his history. Justice Clarence Thomas is literally the descendant of slaves, and he rose to the po- most one of the most powerful offices in American government. And now white liberal America wants to attack him. Who put him there? Was it Bush or Reagan? It was Bush, right? I think I th- I mean he's really old. I th- I think it was. Uh, George, George, I think it was George Washington that added him. <laughs> and, it's, it, it, and I remember seeing some of the old uh, clips on C-SPAN where they try to do the same thing they did to, what's his name? Uh, the one that just got in there recently. Kavanaugh? Yeah, they did, this, they did the same thing. Brought up some old uh, charges. Yeah, well, this uh, let us let me be clear. This show, we are, we are pro-Clarence Thomas. Yeah. I'm anti-Kavanaugh. Oh, okay. And not because of the rapes. Yeah, but because he loves beer too much. I think he said something like he's ready to die too, or something like that. Kavanaugh? Like, yeah, yeah, no. Oh, Clarence Thomas? Yeah, yeah. Kavanaugh was like, "Listen," oh, oh, and they're crying. Kavanaugh's like, <laughs> "The chick I raped when I was seventeen is oh. is talking about it." That's what Kavanaugh's saying. I don't think. I mean, it's crazy that Kavanaugh is even even in the fucking Supreme Court, dude. But do you want me to pull up the thing, uh, Clarence Thomas? Yeah, I actually, if you go to my uh, my show notes on a on my Google Calendar, if you just hit this little arrow right there, I have a couple other things I wanted to say uh, about um, about Clarence Thomas. I just think it's wrong that uh, the um, the people are criticizing him so much, dude. If you if, and if you just scroll down, Whoa. I didn't do it right. Oh no, you're good. You're good. That's it. And just scroll all the way down. I have the Clarence Thomas story. Yeah, I just I don't think that look. Which one they're, I click on? They're criticizing. Uh, oh, if you just go up, I just have a couple more things I'd like to say first about it. So he, let, let's just let's go let's go over Clarence Thomas's background real quick. Okay, Clarence Thomas grew up fatherless and poor. He literally is a descendant from slaves. He made it into Yale Law School, and allegedly sexually harassed a coworker. This is what you want out of a Supreme Court justice. You want Ivy League law. You want sexual assault allegations. Harass, excuse me, harassment, which is different. Mm-hmm. And you want, a, you want a story where they come from nothing and they rise to the top. Th- these are the things that uh, make a good Supreme Court justice. And uh, I, I, I can't believe people are shitting on him. Um, MSNBC, MSNBC is like hating on Clarence Thomas because he went on a couple golf trips with a friend who happens to be a billionaire. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, stay poor, bitch. You know, these guys are jealous. They're all hating. They're hating. They're hating because they, they don't get, they can't go on, on cool golf trips. Did Ruth Bader Ginsburg ever go on cool golf trips or skiing or? I, I mean, I'm, you know, with, well, with Ruth, I mean, she was a, she's a, she was a dusty old Not the whole chair. time. Yeah. Not I mean, problem. yeah, she was born old. Ruth Bader, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was born 90. She's like Benjamin Button, but she never got younger. Yeah. She she was um 
ironically, uh, was almost aborted. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably not true. What if Ruth Bader, what if Ruth Bader Ginsburg mom was like, I kind of want to abort my kid. And then she grew up because she was, well, didn't um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, wasn't she like, uh, I mean, she should have retired a long time ago. I will say this about the Supreme Court. It's funny that anyone, or my overall point, I'm jokes aside, my overall point with Clarence Thomas is people are criticizing Clarence Thomas because they say that he's being influenced by the billionaires that he hangs out with. He's 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 he goes on these trips with with billionaires that he doesn't report. He goes on he goes on a, a super yacht and doesn't tell everyone that he went on the super yacht. And the idea is uh, it doesn't look good, I right? He, I think he should. I think he should have his phone out and be like, "What's up, bitches? I'm out here on the boat." It's not like he hit it. He just didn't report it in the in the things you're supposed to report it if you're a Supreme Court justice. I well, guess. Then he's probably being influenced. They're all being influenced. Well, and that's my point exactly. It's like these these. Uh, Let's not pretend why it's it's the whole media, both sides of the media, the liberal media and the conservative media. They they all have this fucking lie where they make supreme where they where the Supreme Court makes decisions based on principles. This idea that the Supreme Court, if you're a Supreme Court just and they oh and they swear them in, it's all a fucking it's all charade. It's all theater. They go, "Do you prom do you promise do you promise to make decisions based on your objective perspective on the Constitution of the United States? Yes, I do. Go fuck yourself. You're you're not. You're you're all influenced by your religion or lack thereof. You're influenced by how you grew up. You're 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 just influenced. Yeah, um, it's their interpretation it's, of what of what the law is. And the but the but the media pretends that there is some sort of righteousness and objectivity to those, uh, to the, on those decisions. Like those decisions are based on principles and they're just, none of them are. And so if Clarence Thomas is being influenced by a billionaire, I would say that every other Supreme Court justice is equally influenced by other malicious, not malicious, just they're equally influenced by other things. What's wrong with being influenced by a billionaire? Clarence Thomas is influenced by a billionaire and I happen to think he's a very smart guy. This is uh, let's 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 hear from Clarence Thomas. Ooh, can we can we watch the one where Clarence Thomas responds to his assault allegations? Yeah, that's what I was gonna play. Okay, and look look who's uh, asking him the questions, Mister Joe that? Biden. Whoa. Ooh. Okay. All right, we gotta connect it though to the roadcaster. Oh, really? System preferences. Sorry, technical. Div- Guys, thank you for bearing with us through technical difficulties. I know that uh, I know that all your other shows uh, just react to TikToks. Hey, you know what's better than watching a, a loser react to TikToks every day is watching two smart guys work through technical difficulties on a show. Oh, it's not um, even connected to. Oh, it's to the. To the okay, uh, I can do it. Let's. This way. I got it. Watch, 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 watch. We're gonna do it like this. Okay. Well, uh, you know, let's let here. We'll we'll pause. I'll just cut this out. That works.
Josh, can you pause it? Joe Biden is interviewing Clarence Thomas. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Thomas, the first thing I'd like to say is that um, me and Corn Pop were... <laughs> I used to love hanging out with Corn Pop and by the pool and he would rub my leg. I loved uh, loved going... Loved Where where am I? No, this is the real <laughs> Joe Biden, not the clone Joe Biden. <laughs> oh, this, oh, the, oh, right. What's like? Is there a conspiracy that Joe Biden is is Q? Is in uh, yeah, yeah. Is, is it, it's a clone? Yeah, they they have it to where it says that uh, he, uh, um, what's it called? You can tell by the ears. Look, one has a a floating earlobe and the other one has a connected earlobe. So I was just like, oh okay. Oh, that he's like a lizard alien. No, that it's not cop- him. That copy it's, that it's an actor or something like that. But he could have just had a facelift. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I mean, he could have had surgery, but yeah. let's let's keep listening. So this is Joe Biden interrogating Clarence Thomas, who is my favorite Supreme Court justice, um, on his assault allegations. What year was this? Ninety something. Well, Joe Biden was still a senator. Yes, I said ninety one. Ninety one. Can you turn it up on the YouTube? Sorry. I deny each and every single allegation against me today that suggested in any way that I had conversations of a sexual nature or about pornographic material with Anita Hill, that I ever attempted to date her, that I ever had any personal sexual interest in her, or that I- Can you pause it? I have never had any sexual interest in Anita Hill. She is totally not my type. Now, when it comes to other women on my super yacht trips, I did try to date them, and they did deny me. But I'm Clarence motherfucking Thomas. He could have summed it up. He could have been like, "Ain't nobody want that bitch." <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, he's. De- I mean, we don't. We don't know like how Clarence Thomas speaks on a daily basis, but there's. De- That's what I would have said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, Anita Hill. Who is Anita Hill? Was she a staffer? I think uh, it was when he was. Uh, I read that it was. It was when Clarence Thomas w- was in the Department of Education. So I think Clarence Thomas, or I guess Anita Hill was maybe a staffer in the Department of Education. We don't know. We could look it up, but I don't really give a fuck, to be honest. It was the one that you said that she was asking for. Remember? You told me that. <laughs> um, I want to deny any any <laughs> statement that I made in that characterization that Josh just said. Um, okay, so. Ever harassed her. A second, and I think more important point. I think that this today is a travesty. I think that it is disgusting. I think that this Anita Hill is disgusting. Should never occur in America. This is a case in which this sleaze, this dirt, was searched for by staffers of members of this committee, was then leaked. To the media. Can you pause it? All I want to do is go on a simple super yacht trip with Dallas billionaire Harlan Crow, and it is wrong that I am denied that privilege just because I assaulted Anita Hill. Okay. <laughs> and this committee and this body. Can we go back to that shot? That was. Can we go back to that shot of Joe Biden? Okay, if you're just listening, is this Joe Biden or Bill Clinton? That's Joe Biden. 
Joe Biden looks good. That's Joey Biden. Right he looks there. like a fucking savage there. Yeah, yeah. Look yeah. at this photo. Can you cut to the? Yeah. If you're just listening, this is Joe Biden. He's holding the pen. He he's got a fucking mean mean mug on his face. Yep. He's saying, you know what Joe Biden's thinking right now? Interviewing. Uh, and was Clarence Thomas the first black super Supreme Court justice? Yeah. I think it was a super Supreme Court. Oh, <laughs> super like. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. Well, he would. Either way, Joe Biden. Can you cut to Joe Biden? Yeah. Joe Joe Biden's just looking at interviewing this Clarence Thomas guy, and he's like, "I I I knew we should have kept the school separated." Oh, did you ever hear him say that? The the old one. Yeah. Yeah. He. I mean, he he was against segregation. Uh, integration. Yeah. He was Joe Biden was literally against integration. Yeah, integration. And here he is. Here he is uh, interviewing um, a, a, a black man that's risen, again, risen to the Supreme fucking court, went to Yale. And this is uh, an example of, uh, you know, why we love Joe Biden. All right. Keep, <laughs> keep, 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 let's keep he watching. also had the one about uh, the inner cities, about uh, they need after school programs. But the reason it gave was so horrible. He's like, so, so like my mom doesn't get graped at night. And I'm like, what? Really? That's, your ex- that's the reason? He, I mean, he, Joe Biden's always said out of pocket. I mean, there's, he, he's always said out of pocket shit when Joe Biden was like, you don't vote. If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, man. But let's keep listening. Validated it and displayed it at prime time over our entire nation. How would any member on this committee, any person in this room, or any person in this country would like sleaze said about him or her in this fashion? Sleaze. It's funny. this dirt dredged up in this gossip and these lies displayed in this manner? How would any person like it? The Supreme Court is not worth it. No job is worth it. I'm not here for that. I'm here for my name, my family, my life, and my integrity. I think something is dreadfully wrong with this country when any person, any person in this free country would be subjected to this. This is not a closed room. There was an FBI investigation. This is not an opportunity to talk about difficult matters privately can you see if joe biden says anything else this is a circus it's a national disgrace oh it's just his reaction from my standpoint as a black american as far as i'm concerned get him it's a high-tech lynching for uppity blacks who in any way deign to think for themselves get him clarence to do for themselves to have different ideas get him clarence and it is a message that unless you kowtow an old order this is what will happen to you josh you know it is funny you will be lynched destroyed i mean this is powerful by a committee of the u.s u.s so right here i felt like you right there i want i felt like you even like and fuck you all like look at his face oh yeah and (laughs) dude yeah, yeah he's like by a committee of the u.s u.s senate rather than hung from a tree. 
and oh whoa whoa and then the and you can suck my big black johnson Look at you his can, face too. Look at his face at the end. Like I fucking. He's a that. fucking savage, dude. I, I, I think you can say that. What? Oh <laughs> shit. I want to deny any allegations that I am a racist. Out of context, that sounds. It was awful. taken out of context. <laughs> context. And this is uh, clearly an attempt by the podcasting community to to to. Lynch, an up and coming podcaster. Josh, look at me. They're lynching me. Um, no, uh, I was gonna. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's funny that Clarence Thomas would would defend himself in that way, and I will criticize Clarence Thomas right now. It's funny that Clarence Thomas said that back in the '90s, and he was like, "This is an attempt by white America to suppress um, uh, a a black voice." And then, like later on during his term, he said uppity, uppity, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, I, very well worded. I mean, very like very very powerful statement from Clarence. Clearly rehearsed, yeah. you know. Um, I, I don't know. I felt like sorry, that. Justice Thomas. I would never. I don't want to call him Clarence. I, I I felt like that came from the heart. Oh, like, there was a couple times where he was just like, like he went like that. He, was he wanted and Joe Biden, you can get on the crown while yeah. I fuck your ass. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to go a little accenty, a little bit of an accent there. My bad. I was going to say this though. It's funny that Clarence made that like statement. And then during his, um, term during his, during his time on the Supreme court, he would go on to make decisions that in my opinion would hurt millions of black Americans around the country, you know, passing legislation with a conservative bent benefiting white America, white rich white America. And I don't know that for sure. I can't point to any examples because I'm talking <laughs> out of my ass. But let's be honest, he is the most conservative justice on the court. So, you know, you got to think that he probably let's look it up. Let's look up let's look let's look up some um some decisions that our friend uh Justice Thomas has made on the Supreme Court. Let's see and honestly, this will be good. Let's see if he's actually influenced by billionaires. And let's ask ourselves if his decisions would help billionaires or hurt billionaires. I think that's a great investigation. We're doing it live on Sean's show. That's what the fuck we do. We look it up and we look at the details and we're not idiots. Clarence Thomas. What's that one Eminem song? And Clarence is Clarence's best friend is Parrot in Paris. <laughs> I almost said the, that's from the movie. N word in Paris. Jeez. Okay. Eminem. That's not that's a, that's that's Kanye. Whatever. Okay. Um, There's his approach Tom, okay. to law. Here's his approach to the law. Um, Thomas is considered a judicial conservative adhering to the principle of originalism. If you don't know what originalism is, it's an idea that you look at the original meaning of the Constitution and you apply that original meaning to Supreme Court, to cases, and ask yourself, what would the founding fathers have thought of this case? And you apply the original literal text of the Constitution to the case. So, for example, something like integration of schools. Clarence Thomas would look at that and say, well, the founding fathers didn't want integration of people of different races. So Clarence Thomas would have voted against the integration of, uh, of students. I don't know. That's probably not true. Yeah, I think it was. I was... 
I was trying to do a bit. That's okay. Uh, okay, let's scroll. Let, let's scroll down. They score. I guess they score people politically based on like how conservative they are. Where's Where's a uh, Where's Clarence Thomas? Three three. If you're just listening, we, there's a chart here of all the Supreme Court justices. Uh, Clarence Thomas is overwhelmingly the most conservative justice based on his decision. So let's scroll down and s- let's keep going down and see like, oh, wow, look at her. She's Sonia Sotomayor. Yeah. Sonia Sot- Sotomayor is negative four. She's the most liberal. She was probably like, I don't want, she was like Sotomayor is so liberal that she was, she's probably like fascist. So he was put okay. in eight George H.W. Bush nominated, uh, Thomas to replace to re- Thurgood Marshall. Thurgood Marshall? I haven't heard that. I mean, I thought that guy was dead fucking long, like in the 1700s. Thurgood uh, Marshall? I know. It sounds like an old name. It sounds like an old fuck. That's an old fucking guy. Also, all these fucking Supreme Court, they're all too old. Lifetime appointment? Yeah. This, the Supreme Court is an insane body. It's an ins- it's, and America's all insane, but the Supreme Court is like, the, the apex of American insanity. It's a body of lawmakers, political lawmakers, that's unelected. A lifetime appointment in an unelected position where you legislate. How fucking insane is that? It's incredible It's incredible to me that this body even exists. Here are the cases. Um, okay. So, so the noteworthy cases listed in this section include any case where the justice authored a 5-4 majority opinion or an 8-1 dissent. So this is the case. These are the cases that where he had the most influence, right? Because mm-hmm. he tur- he overturned it or or stood alone on his own. Um, yeah, for, he, right. He was uh, forty uh, split decisions, and at a the one descending judge, he was thirty three times. Oh, our, so he Descent. was. Yeah, I see that. I'm shitting on the Supreme Court. If I was a Supreme Court justice, I would definitely be like the dissenting hater. Like if it's eight versus one, I'm definitely yeah. that one. I'm like, fuck you guys. Well, the most you recent know what I mean? one was the um, Smithsmortian. I don't know if you want me to say it. Uh, uh, you can say it. Oh, oh, oh abortion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. that was his most. That we, Josh, we can say whatever one. the fuck we want, except we won't say the N word. But every he, other word on the show, he, we he, can say every other word. He joined the six three majority. Top. Um. Okay, let's 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 do something else cuz abortion honestly like I want to see something with the billionaires. Like I want to see something if uh I I, I want to see one where like he was cuz all the people are alleging that he's being bribed by billionaires. Mm-hmm. So I want to see something where like is he really being bribed by billionaires? Armed career criminal act. What's this one? Uh Nevada v Hall, Nevada v Hall ruled that states did not have sovereign immunity in one another's courts. I mean, that probably influences billionaires, but not maybe not directly. Ooh, class action. Okay, class action lawsuits, finally. Okay. Thomas authored a 5-4 majority opinion in a case holding that, quote, Home Depot could not remove the class action claim filed against it, unquote, because provisions in 28 U.S. Code something or other did not permit removal by a third party, Counterclaim defendant. I don't know what that means. But it looks like here that he joined liberals. Hmm. Look at that. So in 2018, and I'm not defending, this is all like, I'm not, this is not all planned. Like, this is all just looking at this stuff. 
School facilities ban on religious organization held unconstitutional. What does that even mean? I mean uh, that they can't the ban. Say, they you cannot can't ban prayer. Oh. They can't ban prayer. And he, what, what side was he on in that one? If you scroll up, of course, the the side you think he's on. The atheists. No. <laughs> uh, consistent with the laws of New York, the uh, Milford Milford Central School authorized district residents to use its facilities for after school. Oh, it's after school activities. It says that. Um, School den- the school denied. So there was a Christian organization that wanted to do act- after news activities. The school denied the request for the after the religious after school organization. Uh, the the club filed a lawsuit, and then Clarence sided with the. Uh, can you scroll down a little bit? In his opinion, for the court, Justice Thomas held that quote. When Milford denied the Good News Club access to the school's limited public forum on the ground that the club was religious in nature, it discriminated against the club because of its religious viewpoint in violation of the First Amendment. I agree with that. That's not even like conservative. That's not even like a conservative. That's not even that crazy. Letting letting a religious club hang out? Yeah, those are the most noteworthy ones. Kansas death sentence. Class... Well, here, here's the thing. The most, the most one, the, the one that like, the in, at least in recent memory, it seems like the one that is most recent that has to do with business and law was the class action lawsuit one. And he sided with the liberals against Home Depot. So I don't know. I mean, like, that's just one example. But then all this media, you look at these media articles that are like, Supreme Court Justice Thomas has been treated to luxury vacations by a billionaire Republican donor, Harlan Crow. Let's look up who Harlan Crow is. So he's a Dallas real estate billionaire. And um look at him in that photo. He looks he looks good for his age. I I, I don't know if I'd fuck him, but Jeez. <laughs> Again, all all these all these journalists are making are are trying to like throw Clarence Thomas under the bus cuz he hangs out with a billionaire. And it's cuz they're jealous. Drink that haterade. Drink the haterade. Because that's what you're doing, okay? He's just worth three billion. That's not even that much money. That's not even a he's a billionaire, so what? So what? You think Clarence, you think if you go on a yacht a few times? I mean, Josh, let's let's really think about it. You think if you go on a billionaire super yacht a couple times? Oh, and, there we go. Okay, so it says that. Um, they've been friends since 96, um, when he was scheduled to speak in Dallas for an anti-regulation, regulation, 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 think tank. Crow offered to fly him there on his private jet. Okay. Well, that's kind of bad. (laughs) That looks kind of bad. Um, that looks kind of bad, but look, there are my, my point was if we're going to shit on Clarence Thomas, then we should hit, we should shit on all Supreme Court justices, and we should, and we should. Every everyone, every politician, every Supreme Court justice, all of these people covet power, and they want to wield that power and affect your life and influence you, and that is disgusting and wrong. And and Clarence Thomas is no different from anyone else that covets power. So that's my take. Harlan Crow's uh, dad was Tramel Crow who was the largest landlord in the U.S. 
at one point. But the thing is, Josh, they just both love to golf. They just both love golfing. It's really not that. It's really, I think you're looking too closely at it. Mm-hmm. I think it's just that this billionaire and Justice Thomas, they both, they, they, they hit up, they just hit it off. They just hit it off over their common, common interests. Golfing. It wasn't a bribe. It was nothing. It was nothing, Josh. He had his salary is two hundred sixty thousand, and his he's worth thirty two million. Clarence Thomas. Yeah, but he but he's a good investor. He's smart, Josh. He's smart. That's not bribe money. It's so not laundered landlord he money. Uh, rental income from a Nebraska real estate firm. Yeah. See, Thomas I mean, reportedly continued to disclose between fifty thousand, a hundred thousand in income from an old firm annually. Hmm. I just I don't I don't I don't like putting these justices under a microscope. You look at Kavanaugh, you look at all these guys and gals. Let's just stop hating. I just I'm tired of all the hate. That's really what I'm tired of. Um but anyway, I think that's all there is to say about Clarence Thomas. Um let's actually let let's close it out with with for this topic. Let's close it out with uh that's a good idea. How how wealthy are the Supreme Court justices? Let's find out. Roberts is the most it says. Could you click and see? Let's 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 see which um Yeah, it was just that first one. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. What a bunch of Can you just look Can you cut to the photo? These fucking losers. They're nerds. They're nerds, dude. I went to Yale. I went to Harvard Law School. I went to Yale Law School. Fuck you. The Supreme Court, the nine Supreme Court justices are in total worth at least 24 million, or it might be closer to 68. Okay. Guess what? That's really not like if they're being bribed, they're very cheap. Right? I mean, come on. Gary V's more rich. Gary V's richer than these guys. A shill. Josh, okay. a, a, a hack e-commerce loser, tech loser, Gary V is worth more than the Supreme Court justices. So Roberts is the richest of the Supreme Court justices, reporting between nine and twenty-seven million in assets. That includes again, this guy's poor. I saw Josh. I was in D.C. I saw Justice Roberts begging for money on the street. So it says it's Roberts, then Brett Kavanaugh. Okay. With uh, oh the least. 1.7 million. <laughs> he has the least assets. Wait, you're telling me Brett Kavanaugh is worth 1.7 million? Uh, according to Zillow. I, I saw him doing fentanyl outside. I saw him. Oh, no. His home, a half mile away from Roberts in Chevy Chase, is worth 1.7 million. So his house is worth okay. 1.7 million. Well, I mean, how much? I mean, but he's still paying off a mortgage, presumably. Samuel Alito, 2.9 to 7.4. Uh, Elena, what does it say here? Elena Kagan. One million, somewhere valued somewhere between one million and five million. So, so the, the point is guys, um, as we, as we go through each of these justices and their net worths, I just want you to know that we are raising money to help pay for a, a lot of these court justices to live. A lot of, a lot of the Supreme court justices today are suffering. And it's very sad. It's very sad to see the, the lawmakers of this country uh, suffer 
and not eat. A lot of them, a lot of them are going to Chili's. <laughs> a lot of them are Josh, Justice Supreme Court justices. They're going to they're going they're going to Wendy's. They're eating dinner at Wendy's. These are the lawmakers. So it says several justices have side gigs as professors, and also several of the justices receive more than one million advances for their book deals. An increasingly common trend among Supreme Court justices. And that's a very low number. And I'm sad. I'm sad. Why does it have the uh, uh, what's his name? It doesn't have. Uh, it doesn't have Thomas. Uh. Uh-uh. Hmm. He probably got his name scrubbed from this. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's that's enough. That's enough of Clarence Thomas. Uh. I again, I just I, I feel bad for him, and if if any of anyone that you know starts trashing Clarence Thomas, please stand up for him. Let's see. Uh. People going back to school. Uh-huh. Not me. Thank fucking God. I hated school. Always did. Even though I crushed it. I was really good at school. I, I, I never liked it. I, I knew I should have dropped out. And was I, it I, the school politics that you hated? Yeah, I, I, was, uh, I, I went to school in California. And um, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Josh, because that's exactly California, where I... California. My teacher's coming. Sorry. It's in the, class. The, the OC. California. Every that's a great song. Every time I hear California, that's what I hear. Oh, you know, you know, they actually remade that song, Josh. Uh-huh. Here's here's the new, the new, the new California. All right. Um, there's a little piano at the beginning. He goes, California, here we come. Here's verse one. California, here we come. Put my kid in school. Now he is a guy. <laughs> Put my daughter in school. Now she says he's a guy. And that's all the that's the fault of the liberal politicians, California. <laughs> I'm there. I go. I, I Josh. I grew up. In, I grew up in California, mm-hmm. and I was subjected to the extremely liberal education. I was indoctrinated. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so liberal. I was indoctrinated by California public schools so much so that I actually don't think the homeless should be executed and shot. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, 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 here's what, I, I agree with the conservative. A lot of conservatives are concerned about sending their kids to public school because, oh, if I send my kid to public school, then they might learn, they might be, they might have to learn what kindness is and empathy. I don't want my kid learning about empathy. I don't think that's, that's what, what they're is. worried about. I think it's more uh, the teachers are overwhelmed and uh, students get left behind. So, well, if you're a conservative, I want your kid to get left behind. I don't want your kid. I don't. I don't want your kid getting an education. I want send them to the coal mines. Don't you want your Don't you want your kid to be a coal miner anyway? Who gives a fuck? It's it's the bar just got a lot lowered. I remember doing my like being able to multiply and divide in third grade. Yeah, and now I look at my kids' homework and it was like. They're doing the same thing I was doing, but like in fifth grade, I'm like, "What the hell's going on here?" Really? Yeah. Well, Americans were we were we were never good at math. It's okay. I thought you were going to say some some trans stuff. No, 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 no. It was all about yeah. That okay. That well, you have firsthand experience. It, it's all about getting them high scores for testing so they can have more funding. Right. So all you teach is the test. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. You're not and the re- test is fucking retarded. The, the test is stupid. The test is, uh, I don't mean, I don't know. It's uh, the test, you know? Yeah. It's like, 
Well, the test is going to buy it. The test, I mean, standardized testing has always been a nightmare. Yeah. Um, but and teaching teaching to a test is crazy, you know. So I understand why people are going more towards um private schools. Like they want to like they want to go they want to go and send their kids kids to like a Montessori school. Well, I'll give you I'll give you. A, well, this is what happened to my son. Yeah. Right? My son, he's autistic, right? He can't read. I'm sorry. For, wow, fuck. I'm sorry for using all this language. No, it's fine. And so he couldn't. <laughs> he could, he could, then you I feel like really that. bad. <laughs> I feel really horrible. He, he could, and I'm it, just using the R word and you're okay. He's not. No, he's autistic. Not, no, anyway, I know. That's anyway. what I said. No, I'm kidding. And so. Um, By the way, that's an advantage. You get no sympathy from me. Well, no. What you're going to be a billionaire someday. He didn't have. Uh, they they do a, a nearsighted test, not farsighted test. Yep. Or something like that. One of the verse. Like right? a vision? Yeah, yeah. But he, he was farsighted. He couldn't see anything right here. Okay. So whenever he tried to read, it was like, it was all jumbled. He didn't know what the hell they were talking about. I was right. like, what's this letter? He's like, I don't know. X. And I'm like, look at it. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's all one thing. And it finally clicked in third grade. Fifth grade comes. He's still not reading. Right? No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. And then I found out that what the teachers were doing. And he had, I mean, and that's because my wife knows the ins and outs of the school system. Yeah. And that's the only reason she got him a school-appointed tutor. And he had all these teachers helping him and everything. Yeah. But the way they were helping him was they would read the test and then tell him and then read off the answers. And then he would tell him the answer. Right? And he was getting good grades, A's and B's. And then he got really mad one day and was like, basically, fuck this. Let me read the test. And they're telling him, like, you can't. And he's just like, well, let me try. Uh-huh. And they wouldn't. So they called me to the school. And I thought he was refusing to take the test. And he's crying. He's like, I'm not refusing to take the test. I want to take, I want to take the test. Don't read it to me. Let me try. Yeah. And then the teacher's like, well, you're going to fail. <sighs> and then I, yeah, yeah. And so then I look at him. I was just like, you read it. You take the test. And she looks at me like, what? I was like, let him read the test. But I was like, if he fails, he fails. And she was upset. I could tell. So, because their their scores go down, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and I kept telling the teacher, I'm like, fail him then, because we're at home and we we're trying. Oh to Oh my god. Oh, because it's like, so they're they're trying to guide him through it because they're get, worried they're pushing him through. Oh, and when you're reading it to a kid, it's like, they're like, you read the question like, Jimmy has four apples. He ate two. How many does he have? Yeah. It's like mm, wink, wink, wink. Like <laughs> no, no, they're not giving him the answers. Oh, okay. The comprehension's there, right? It's just the read. He can't read. Yeah. You know. Now he's gotten a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I it's crazy. I actually had almost a similar experience when I was in middle school. They were they were putting me in like advanced English, and it was so. I mean, I don't think I'm autistic. I'm not. I'm not actually autistic. A little bit. I'm not autistic. <laughs> just a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> but I was um. In advanced English in seventh grade, and I was killing it. Everyone loved me. I loved English. I was like, I had an A in the Wait, fucking. Everybody th- loved you. <laughs> Man, this guy's fucking killing me. Every- I love this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is all lies. <laughs> I, was I wasn't so bullied. popular. I was getting all A's. I like I wasn't like seventh grade again. My dick sucked <laughs> by, by the, the by the PE teacher. <laughs> it was very traumatic. Um, and I remember one day the one of the our here's our school was a night. We had three vice principals, and they're all women. It's crazy. Um, How big a school did you have? It was like a thousand. Oh, or no, like six hundred people, maybe six hundred kids. 
So one of the vice principals comes in to class one day and she's like, Sean, come to my office. And I thought I was in trouble. And then she starts talking to me like I'm retarded. Mm -hmm. She's like, she's, and cause she thought it was a mistake. Like she thought putting me in advanced English was, a, was a mistake by the admin. Why? And that, I don't know. Cause I was in all the, I was in remedial math. So like she thought, oh, he, this guy can't be in remedial math in advanced English. Like he has to be stupid across the board. Yeah. Um, and then I went on to get a degree in math, suck my fucking dick. But um, why were you in remedial math? I I cried because I cried. I was in advanced math, and then I cried, and my parents pushed for me to get out of that class. It was crazy. It was and it was so crazy. I don't know how I couldn't. I was like, I was in pre-algebra. Yeah. Oh, my parents did the same thing. They put me AP everything. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is, and plus sports. I'm like, I have no time for anything. There's no, there's literally no time. There's no, there's no one is more stressed out than like a junior in high school. I was a freshman. Oh, oh yeah. I was taking AP algebra two, algebra two, uh, advanced English, uh, the, the high, uh, advanced Spanish. Um, yeah, all the, all, all the advanced ones. And I was getting all C's. AP non-binary studies. That's yeah. what the conservatives think. Yeah. Every every conservative, they think that like the like like the curriculum for a for a student in public school is like AP non-binary studies, um doing fentanyl on the sidewalk in San Francisco, uh, you know, how to suck dick correctly. Jeez. It's really this is what conservatives think public education is. I really think. I really like it's unbelievable. They think that like they're studying like um uh uh like like insane shit, dude. Um and it's like I'm not saying there's anything like, yeah, pub public schools aren't perfect, but when 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 public schools aren't perfect, but like if you're a conservative and you're bitching about how bad public school is getting, then hey, here's my message to you. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps, stay poor, bitch. Get get out of poverty. Start if you really want your if you really want your kids to go to a good school, then you gotta pay up. That's what America is. I thought you guys were all about that. I thought you guys were all about that, but you're not. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like if you're if you're a rich conservative and you don't like public schools, send your kid to private school. If you're a poor conservative and you're unhappy with public schools, well then I don't know. And suck you, it up. No, they typically go and try to homeschool. And then join a cult, maybe. Right. Like a Christian cult. My one of my one of my best friends or, growing or up. Or charter school. Charter school. Charter school. Char was a, which is like a, a private school that's funded by the government, right? It's not. A, yeah, it's not a private school. It's. But it's like a competitive public school. Mm -hmm. Like you have to like you have to take a test to get into it or something like, like that. Like Idea Academy is one of those. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And what's the difference between like a charter school and like a normal school? Um, I don't know. Really, I think well, just the charter school. I know they all wear the same uniform. Um, I think they go to school just a little bit longer in the day. I know for the teachers. And they love hard. God. No, not this one. This one, uh, oh, okay. it was off of MLK. And the only thing that sucks for the teachers is you have to have your cell phone with you till eight o'clock at night. And you have to answer calls from like parents and stuff like that. Until eight? Till eight. So you're on the clock from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And that's not including grading papers and all that other stuff. I mean, I will say, um, could you go back to my notes? I had something to say about teachers. Um, oh, okay. 
I do. This is kind of separate from that. But uh, with back to school, so a lot of teachers are 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 uh, a lot of teachers are being are very frustrated and they're disillusioned because Chat GPT is being used by students to cheat. I've heard so I've read so many stories online about teachers that are like, "Huh, I I put out an assignment and all an essay and all the students all the students are using Chat GPT." They're using ChatGPT and they're cheating and I don't know which is which. If you can't tell which is which, then then that's called you're an idiot. Then that means you're a dumbass. But how many teachers are using it to put their lessons together? Like ChatGPT, maybe a lesson oh, for... It's not, oh, John, they put in less effort than that. I mean, I mean, maybe oh, yeah, like high school, college, every level, teacher, teachers, teachers are... Uh, I don't know. I think teachers get too much credit. It's it's because you teach this. You teach the same thing every year. You you spend. Here's what I would do if I was a teacher, Josh. I would get my lesson plan. Lesson plan doesn't change. Maybe it does. I I understand the lesson plans change year to year. But like, you know, at least in college, dude, I remember all my professors. They would like, they'd pull out an exam from like three years ago, and they'd be like, "This is the exam," or like they'd pull they'd pull out their notes and the date. It'd literally be dated from like a decade ago for some classes. So like they haven't changed their lesson plans in a decade. Um, and they have TAs grade the uh, exams. So it's like, what, like this is a part-time job and, and then you're bitching and you want it like, then you get a union and you get benefits and shit. It's like, it's you, you literally, you, and then the class, and then they phone it in when they're on the fucking, you know, the one they're doing the lesson. Well, it's not about teaching as much as it's about like maintaining the children's mental well-being. It feels like at the lower stages. You know what I mean? It's more babysitting. You're right. It's it's more. Or you didn't say that, but I will. It yeah, is it like, is babysitting. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just think it's like um. Anyway, I had this Reddit well, post. I also think a lot of parents send their kids to school to be like, "All right, now raise my kid." Right. And that is a that's a hypocrisy. Because a lot of parents are like, okay, raise my kid at school, and then they, and then they want input. Yeah, it's like if okay, if 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 the school's gonna be the real parents, then you don't you don't get to outsource parenting and then complain about how it's being done. Okay, yeah. you don't get both. You can't have both sides. But it, but it is on both. Like the whole thing, my son's not reading. Why didn't you teach him how to read? It's just like we took him to tutoring lessons, which is still not me teaching him. But that's because <laughs> when you sit down with your kid, for some reason, you have more patience with other people's children. Because it's like, well, you know, I can't yell. Oh, because really. the expectation is, yeah, is when, different. Yeah, and with my kid, it's like, what's that? What the? What's the word? Raise the word. <laughs> and then and then go. <laughs> no, no, no. Raise Josh. the word. <laughs> you, that's why he can't see because you bashed his head into the, <laughs> you bashed his head into the homework. And he, 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 he got a concussion. Now he can't see. <laughs> he scratched his cornea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ow, my, my eye. Actually, my eye. My eyes feeling better, but I, you know, but quick, quick aside, how many other podcasters would have, would have quit their show had they scratched their cornea? Most of them, but I'm fucking here right now. So have some goddamn appreciation and, 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 um, anyway, the show's not over, but fucking, um, what, what, what's the word? Be grateful that I'm doing this, you motherfuckers. There we go. You there we go. Well. <laughs> well, these teachers might get to go back to uh, what uh, the pandemic was before. Have you ever? What's that? You haven't heard from uh, from uh, Alex Jones? 
<laughs> no, I uh, have no, I haven't, Josh. <laughs> we have not. We don't watch Alex Jones. We I don't even know who that is. Oh, okay. Um, the, they, yeah, the 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 <laughs> pandemic's coming back. They're gonna be uh, shutting it all down again. Oh, September, I have October. I have heard. Look, if we have another, if if we have another pandemic. If the teachers create another pandemic, <laughs> the, teachers. the teachers are going to create another pandemic and send the kids home. Honestly, I'm jealous of the kids at this point. Like if I could have like spent my entire childhood at home, quote unquote, learning from home and not actually learning anything, I would have had a fucking blast. I literally, if, there, if COVID happened when I was a kid, I'd be an esports professional right now. I would literally, I would literally be a League of Legends top five League of Legends player. That's what I would be. I'd be making millions, but you know, instead I have to do this third-rate podcast in a third-rate city with a first-rate producer. Thank you, appreciate it. <laughs> That's the Josh is a shine. Josh is a beacon in in the Austin comedy scene, but we won't go there. A beacon of light. Thank you. In a sea of darkness. And I meant that with the talent, not like the race. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, nobody thought that. it's a beacon. You're a beacon of of light. You're a darkness. darkness. <laughs> You're a dark beacon of light in a sea of shitty whiteness, of milk toast. Mm. So much milk toast, fucking bullshit. I'm, pr- I'm pretty light. I'm pretty. I mean, this is with a tan a little bit. You know what I mean, I get. I got not the, when I, I got, talk. I got the line back in my hand a little bit. Well, me and Clarence Thomas think otherwise. Oh. When we, when, when Clarence Thomas and I trash you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, can you click on this Reddit thread? I just thought this Reddit thread was really funny. Um. And if you're a teacher listening, um. Just know that like, just don't listen to this because I'm going to, we're going to be, we're very, I'm very anti-teacher in general because mm-hmm. they're authority figures. And I, I've had so many bad teachers in my life. I just can't let go of the grudge. You know, I just truly, truly, I've had so many teachers that were mean to me, that fucking bullied me. And I can't blame them completely because they fucking hated their lives. And as a kid, I didn't see it. I didn't see that yeah. most teachers are miserable fucking pieces of shit, human beings, that like got into it and then they got they're almost teachers are almost like wall street bankers like if you ever see a seasoned wall street banker they're they they want to they're like almost on the verge of suicide they're suicidal they're rich and they're suicidal because they've committed their life to something evil i know why the teachers didn't like you because (laughs) they would say something about the subject that was written in the book and then you're like Oh, well, I heard, or what do you think? I was that guy. Yeah. I was totally that guy. I had no idea. And they were like, shut the fuck up, Sean. Dude, you're, that's actually, you're making them look stupid. Yeah. And that's, you're on point, bro. That's actors fuck. I remember once I was in biology, freshman year biology. Yeah. And you know what I asked my teacher? I, I like, I asked her in class, we were going over evolution and I, I raised my hand. I was like, well, teacher, how can evolution be true if God made earth? And that's not what I said. Um, I was like, I was like, I was asking, I asked and, and look, I'm self-aware. I can understand that I'm, I sound arrogant sometimes, but I asked my teacher, which I thought was a very interesting question. And I still do, which was, I asked my teacher, I was like, what is, how do you quantify the rate of evolution? So you look at a species over a million years, how do how do scientists measure the evolution of an animal? You know, like yeah. like you measure a car going fifty miles an hour. Is there a measurement, like a like a number that people use, or is it more about like observing how the genetics change? 
And if they were a good teacher, they would have said, that's a great question, Sean. You know what? Everybody, let's write a one-page essay for homework. You're going to write a one-page essay? And no chat GPT. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then at this time, and they would have said that. And then that, what that does, it puts the pressure, because it's public school, it puts the pressure on all the other students to look at you like, shut the fuck up, dude. That's and so that, smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of teacher being like, I don't know. Why are you asking these questions? You know? And that's what she, or no, she deflected. She yeah, was like, they're not going to say, mm, I don't know. Great question, Sean. Um, Let's talk after. Oh, uh, okay. You know, some shit like that. Uh, And then I emailed her. I was like, really? I emailed her? Like, I was, I, I was. You were trying to learn. I was trying, like, I was genuinely excited about knowledge. And public, the public school system suppressed that, that, that brightness that so many people have. They thought I was stupid, and and they thought that like like, and that it. I mean, and the, and the thing is, they public schools. For all the things that conservatives are wrong about, this isn't even a conservative take. Public schools do put you in a fucking box. They they make they public schools make good obedient they make, workers. They make nine to fivers. You know, that's what I'm, this but, is what America needs. But, but Gary V says, don't go to college. Gary, you know what Gary V says? Gary, I, I, I saw, I saw a recent interview with Gary V. You know what he said, Josh? What? He said, don't go to college because they'll just make you trans. That's what he said. Verbatim. It's verbatim. Secondly, Gary V said, don't go to high school. High school will turn you gay. Thirdly, he said, don't go to middle school because all they teach you in middle school is how to how to be a follower, not a leader. Gary V told me how to live, and that's that's Gary V said start a podcast, which I did. Gary V said to make content, which I do. Gary V said have a rich grandfather that died. Check. And now all that's left is for me to become a douchebag, and I'm very close. The greatest um, one I ever got uh, uh, said to a teacher was uh, it was algebra two. And he's, I forgot what he asked about the problem. And he, this is when we, this is how old I am. We didn't have a projector. We had the uh, fucking. The mo- the thing, oh, the, uh, where you write on the marker. Yeah, when you write with a clear paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we were doing. Uh-huh. And he goes, uh, uh, he goes, everybody goes, like, so is this right? And everybody goes, yes. And he goes, now don't say yes so fast. And I just go, yeah. <laughs> 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 everybody died and they're like you're an idiot i was like whoa but you know what was messed up is i literally in my head did not think this is gonna be funny when he said that i i was like don't say yes so fast that was what I that's really thought. so funny dude and then the teacher got mad no he just looked at me like i was stupid he looked at me like i was dumb because he doesn't have a sense of humor everybody else laughed. yeah that's very <laughs> funny um anyway let's see this reddit post uh can you scroll up a little bit. So this is on r slash teachers or sorry, uh, other way. Um, my frustrations with chat GPT. And this is just a random teacher on Reddit. Hey, everyone. I just wanted to rant a little bit about chat GPT and how it's making my job as a teacher super frustrating. Mm. For those who don't know, chat GPT is a super smart AI that can write essays on just about any topic and make them sound like they were written by a human. The problem is, when I assign essays to my students, I have no way of knowing if they actually wrote them or if they use ChatGPT. This is a huge issue for me because I use essays to evaluate my students' understanding of a topic. But if they can just use ChatGPT to generate a high-quality essay, then what's the point? It totally defeats the purpose of my job. Exactly. Who is it replacing? 
Just kidding. She says the purpose of the assignment, but oh, really, it's yeah, it's it's her. Who's it replacing? If that if the student can read that essay and remember that essay, isn't that the most important part? Well, a teacher would say, "Well, Josh, it's not the ability to read it; it's the ability to be be able to construct an essay from your head like that." And that's the learn that's the learning that can be applied to other things, and that's the whole point. No, that's the old world. That's the way the old world worked. Yeah. Now I don't have to do that because that AI is going to do that for me. So when I get a job, I need to use this AI. You know, you know what's scary though. You know, it with ChatGPT writing essays, it's not even the teachers' jobs that are going to be replaced. Um, I used to make a lot of side. I had a side hustle in middle school and high school mm -hmm. where I would write essays for other people. My job's being taken. Mm -hmm. The nerds are being. Those are the people that really need help because you don't have to. The bully, the jock. Doesn't have to pay anyone uh, to write an essay anymore. He just uses ChatGPT. That's no, very sad. No, the bully's too stupid to even understand how to do it. So you know what? I'm gonna pay the oh the, nerds. the smart nerds will live. The smart nerds will live. In fact, they're gonna be able to double, triple business. That's true. And and also <laughs> save a lot of time. The nerds will be like, "How about this? How about I? I could write." No, I bet they will. Um, it's anyway. This teacher continues. Uh, they go. That's why it's super important for teachers to take a stand against the use of chat GPT in the classroom. We need to make it clear that original thought and critical thinking are valuable and that we won't accept machine generated essays. You haven't had an original thought in your life, bitch. Anyone that become like any, any like teacher, <laughs> you know what I, it's like, come on. Oh, like you're mad at chat GPT. That's original. You're mad. Everyone's mad at AI. You light. Luddite bitch, get out of here. I'm being a little shocking. My eye is my I, I have a scratched cornea. If you if you if you think this is this is shocking or too much for you, then you're being ableist. I'm a blind man. I mean teachers can use this just as easily as students can use this. You know what I mean? Like as far as coming up with their lesson plans and stuff like that. Here, here's the here's the hypocrisy. Teachers want to ban teachers teachers want to ban students from using chat GPT. But they out they outsource as much of the work as they they can to like their to what, gr like what's grading. The point of what's the point of school? Make kids gay. Okay. <laughs> what's the other point? Not, the not, point. The real point of school is to learn. Exactly. Right. And what do we need to learn? Critical thinking. That is that what they're teaching and, skepti us? and skepticism. Is that what they taught before? No. Exactly. That's right? exactly. So nothing's changed. No. Not, it's it's just it's a new version of an old of an old story. If anything, they should be teaching them how to use AI properly. Yeah. So it's not it, no longer what to think; it's how to think, because you need to know how to ask the right questions. Yeah. So now it doesn't matter if I can memorize the whole fucking periodic table or any of that because I can. I'm using this is this is going to help me um, magnify my intelligence. Now, without it, of course, I'm not as smart, but, I mean, you're talking about a, a, de a decrease in, in, in technology in our society, which means we're going to go the other way. In that case, people need to learn how to plant food. And use God. Yes. yes. That's exactly. I was about to say. Um, no, I, you know what I think AI is? What ChatGPT is doing in ed education is it's revealing, it's pulling back the curtain on all of education, and it's revealing that it was all a fraud from the fucking beginning. That's my take, okay? It's revealing that, yeah, writing an essay 
doesn't fucking make you smarter. Writing an essay, anyone can memorize shit. Anyone can phone it in and bullshit an essay. I mean, how many times have you in, in history, in, in school, like if you remember rats when you were in school, how many times did you or your friends be like, yeah, I totally bullshitted that essay and I got an A. Everyone, everyone does that. Everyone writes the same shit. Like, like if you write an essay on Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King was a civil rights leader who was assassinated by, actually, I want to write an essay about MLK. And I think I learned a lot from it. Yeah. Um, but like most people, it's like students have always bullshitted stuff. And AI is just a new way of bullshitting stuff. It's not, it's not new, but teachers see it as a new thing. It's not a new thing. It's the same, it's the same bullshit, man. Um, and this whole idea of like teachers standing up against AI, I'm just like, let's just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Just do your job. No one's going to get mad at you if you pass people that use AI. No one, you know what I mean? No, oh, they're not going to be able to tell the difference. They're not going to tell. They're not, they're not going to know. If you can't tell the difference, no one's going to come looking and saying like, oh my God, all these students used AI and you passed them anyway. It's just no just- one's going to fire you. Oh, are you really, you're sad because the students are, are stupider. Think about, let's, let's really think about this. Let's say you have a class of 30 students and they don't use AI, right? And they write these essays and they come out of school. They come out of fifth grade or let's say sixth grade, right? They come out of sixth grade, never having used AI and they've written these essays. Let's look at them. Compare that to the students that used AI to assist them in writing those same essays. Those students that used AI to write those essays are gonna be more competitive in the workplace. And I guarantee you that if there's a fucking billionaire CEO, tech CEO, he's coming out of the guys that used AI. It's the guys, it's the people that use AI and find out a way to use it without being detected, okay? There's there's always, I'm just saying, there's always been ways to cheat and I'm just tired of teachers being like, We need to stand against AI. What we really need is just to end school. What is the, I mean, let's just. It's not going to matter. We're all going to have AI on our phones and our watches and it'll tell us. No one has to think. Yeah, nobody's going to think. I honestly, I think when you turn 13, you know what I think they should just do? Just, just lower the child labor age. Let's just, let's just become like China. Just make some smartphones. Let's get America. And I think a lot of people don't realize what it means for American manufacturing to come back to America. It means there's going to be a lot of poor people dying in factories. You know? That's already happening. It's it's in America? I'm pretty sure. Hey, I I I got to answer this. Oh, yeah, yeah, go for it, dude. Um anyway, uh and I oh we got to go soon. Let me let me yeah. close it out. Let me do one more one more quick topic here. Um Let's see. Uh, oh, could you just click on the Google Calendar real quick uh, and scroll up? Thanks again for listening, guys. I hope you're having a good commute or whatever you're doing. When you, whatever you do, it. You do people jack off to this? What do you think, Josh? Um, that was all of them. That was all. Of them. Oh, that was all the topics. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let me close it out. On I had I had one more thing I want to talk about. Um. So. Um, Actually, it was on my notes from last week. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show, guys. Please, please follow us on on Spotify and Patreon. Um, I have a bunch of dope shit on out on the Patreon 
There's an interview with a private defense attorney I did that was very fun. Uh, so check that out. And um, the, uh, okay, let's end on this take. And I won't do too many takes on, on comedy and comedians, but unfortunately this is one that I just feel like I have to do. I'm so tired. I am so tired of comedians hanging out and getting chummy with billionaires. It's so fucking gross. It's truly gross. Like, like, and this, and this, this, this isn't really that topical, but we all saw like a couple months ago, like Elon Musk walked, like walked onto the stage with Dave Chappelle. I love, I, Dave Chappelle's an icon, but it's, but it's, it's insane. It's insane that Dave, Dave Chappelle invited Elon Musk on stage. He's like, that's fucking Dr. Doom. It's a fucking evil man on stage with Chappelle. It's crazy. He, Rogan interviewing countless billionaires and and it's just, it's, uh, com- I don't know. Comedy is not an art form. Comedy is not an art form for the rich. But also if you're poor, I don't want you to listen to this. But but if, but um, comedy's never, it's always been an art form that defends the masses. And I just think it's gross. It's very uncouth. It's very tasteless. It's very classless. Not classy at all for billionaires to hang out with the rich. And, you know, I just feel like when artists get rich, it cheapens what they're trying to say. And that's why I don't want you to join the Patreon or subscribe. Please keep me poor. I know I always I I know I say subscribe, follow, give us five stars. But ultimately, I don't want to do that. What's up, dude? I'm just closing it out, Josh. I was just saying how I think that uh and I, I try I'm trying to not do too many takes on comedy, mm-hmm. but this is one that I feel like I have to make. And I want which is that I am just tired of comedians hanging out with billionaires. <laughs> I really, really am. What comedians are hanging out with billionaires? Chappelle brings Elon Musk on stage. So does Rogan. He's guilty of it too. I mean, Rogan's basically a billionaire. It's just... He's not even this, close. He's 300 million. Oh, okay. And it's easy to make wealth once you have it. He's definitely going to be a billionaire soon if he's not yeah. already. But my, 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 I was just saying that it's, it's just... Comedy has always been a fucking art for the poor. Right? It's uh, always my friend George said it perfectly. Uh, comedy is a poor man's outlet and a rich man's novelty. That's a, I c- couldn't have said it better than that. Oh. And it's 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 always been something that's supposed to stand up for the little guy, stand up for the poor. You no, know, it's not. the it's poor to make fun of people and things. That's it. Yeah, I mean that's tr- that's true. Ultimately, yeah. that is what it is. Yeah, there's no, there's no. Oh, this is activism. In co- shut up, go yeah, be an yeah. actual activist. Fair, fair enough. Com- when you get that far, then you're not funny anymore. It's just like, all right, well, then you need to go into something else. This isn't funny. I, I think a lot of uh, comedians are becoming activists for the rich, though. They're using comedy as activism to stand up for the wealthy and wealthy interests, and it's gross. And I'll be a fucking activist in the opposite direction. There is comedy. There is some level of activism in every art form. You know what I mean? You know, like I, I understand what you're. I, I like. I I definitely appreciate can appreciate the whole like 
And I do agree with like comedy is making fun of things. I think it should be that simple. Like, I, like one sentence, comedy makes fun of things and pe- com- comedy makes fun of stuff. That's what I love. And I, it is that simple. But like, I just, when you look at the pragmatic reality of it and you look at the biggest comics and what they've been doing lately, mm, gross. It's just, it's gross. You know, and I just, I just, I want. Call them out, fight them. I will fight them. No, I, I was just saying like, I, Chappelle's a fucking icon. Yeah. And it's, but it's, but just to see the, to see the biggest comic and, and what, and what I, was, I, I, I bring all this up because I know I want, I was saying like, I want people to join the Patreon, but like, keep me poor. Cause if I get any richer, I'm going to turn into this, turn into the, I will flip my take immediately. Josh, if I make a million dollars tomorrow, yeah. next, the next time I come on this show, I'm going to be wearing cool shoes. I'm going to be wearing sunglasses. As you should. I'm going to be having adrenochrome injected into my bloodstream. I don't know about all that. I'm going to be dating a 14-year-old. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Sorry. All right. <laughs> um, I'm going to be hanging out with Ted Cruz. Nobody does that. Ted Cruz uh, doesn't hang out with I'm going to be hanging out with Clarence Thomas. You, that might yeah, Not rich enough for that, but one day. Um, my, my goal in life is just to be richer than Clarence Thomas. My goal in life is to buy a Supreme Court. You know what we'll do? Hmm. Okay, I actually forgot. Palantir is down today. I sh- the I, whole market's I, down. The whole market's down. So it's a great time to buy Palantir if you have no morals and you are okay with financing the deportation of human beings from America. It's a great, it's down. I'm, I'm, I'm losing money, a lot of money. So hopefully it doesn't go down a lot more, but it probably will. This stock could go bankrupt. They're all going down right now. Um, except, except Bitcoin. But, Bitcoin um, just crashed a lot too. Yeah. It's a good time to buy. So I, I, I'm sorry that I haven't changed the stock week to week, but I will start doing that. But we're just kind of try, trying to spin things up here. And um, and that's it. At uh, at uh, at 10,000 Patreon subscribers, you know what we'll do? And for the people that like watch this, maybe they'll drag it out of, drag it out ten a, a year from now when the show's really big. When we get to 10,000 Patreon subscribers, we will donate to a Supreme Court justice's fund, election fund. And let's try and influence the law. How about that? Good How's deal. So, and, and as far as how we influence the law, well, that depends. That depends on, um, that depends on how I feel that day. Uh, thanks for listening. Please, for the love of God, follow us on Spotify. Follow Sean Show on Spotify. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Like the video. Leave a comment. Who's your favorite Supreme Court justice? <laughs> uh, tell your friends about the sh- about the show. Excuse me. Join the Patreon. And actually, I started a Facebook group. I'll invite you to it, Josh. Okay. Uh, there's a we have a Facebook group now, and I actually shout out to my buddy Stephen who joined the Facebook group. We have a guy that joined the Facebook group. So Stephen, thank you for joining. <laughs> Uh, and thanks for listening to the show. I want the Facebook group to be a place where we can hang out. And ultimately, in the Facebook group, we're only allowed. I'm only allowing people to talk talk about Breaking Bad and autism in the in the in the Facebook group. Uh, and the show, of course. Perfect. I'll put my son on it. Oh, Josh's son? No, <laughs> Josh's son. No one. Josh doesn't have a son. <laughs> Josh, remember, the people that listen to this are are. I got two. I got two sons. <laughs> Please don't, Josh. For the sake of your children that don't exist, yeah. don't ever mention them again. Because yeah. the fan, the people that listen to this, a lot of them are criminals. Oh shit. Um. Okay.
where can people find you, Josh? Uh, at Josh Cabasa on Instagram or go to comedyfrequency.com or see us on YouTube. We love you. See you later.